Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show, September 28th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl, and of course, as always, from a new location, one of which has many people wondering, where is she tonight? Where could she be? She looks like she's in the lap of luxury, but not in the basement of Sean Ross Sapp. Cresta Starr joins us. How you doing, Cresta? I'm okay. I'm actually upstairs from where George Iceman films his BTI segments. <laughs> so whatever's behind you, and audio listeners, I'm sorry, but there's like 20 of you anyway. The whatever's behind you, like in the shot, when you're close up, it just looks like just white, just white background. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is Cresta from the future. Help me. I'm stuck inside of a Yu-Gi-Oh card, please. <laughs> LL Cool J video from 99. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. What can I do? It's all right. We got plenty going on tonight. Impact was a, was a solid show. I mean, they're really, really, really wanting us to believe and know, and they're stacking up Bound for Glory, and we're three weeks away. These are the tapings from Memphis for the next three weeks, and listen, I can tell you, a lot came out of it, and a lot of big matches are coming to be uh, added. Uh, tonight, we got one it, it, in the main events tonight. We had Trinity... And Mickey James made official for the Knockouts World Championship. We're going to talk about all that. We got plenty more. But first, of course, if you're here, go ahead, leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. If you've done that wonderful and you want to support us even further, go over to FightfulSelect.com. Best five bucks in the business or best, what is it, $51 for a year? Something like that. There's an annual subscription offer right now. And you know what's even better? You're getting a silly amount off so that you get basically two months free on your subscription. So go to fightfulselect.com 
and get in on that now if you haven't already. And of course, you can donate a super chat, any amount of question statement read on the air. And then if you want to do even more than that, you can donate a Humper chat. And Chris is going to tell you how because I got to log into the Humper <laughs> chat system. While Joe logs into Humper Chats, so make sure we get all of your Humper Chats. You take your fingers or your thumbs if you're on your mobile device, and you go to HumperChats.com. That's HumperChats.com. You type in your dollar amount. Let's say you want to give us $50 and say, hey, Joel, when's Steve Macklin's birthday? I know you know that. And then you type that in your little comment section. We get to keep a little bit more of the money. We're happy. You're happy. Joel's maybe happy because he loves Steve Macklin. That's his favorite wrestler. HumperChats.com. Do I know Steve Macklin's birthday? I don't. I just, I don't know. I now associate you and Steve Macklin. Y'all are synonymous. You and Scott DeVoy and Steve Macklin. Macklin knows my birthday, unfortunately, but I don't know his. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that makes me feel like the shitty friend. I mean, we're not even friends. Let's face it. I hate the man. Don't feel bad because I was on Twitter and side note, Flash Morgan Webster had tweeted something. He got to watch his back. He's getting older. I'm like, this young man is 21. What do you mean he's getting older? I looked it up. He's 34, 33. I was upset. <laughs> yeah. He looks like um Darby Allen's protege, Nick Wayne. He looks young. He looks so young. I'm like, bless you, young man. I ain't gonna tell you that, but <laughs> wave <laughs> my fist at you. It's that beardless wonder, man. I'm telling you. And on top of that, you know, everyone's talking about Julia Hart over at AEW right now because she's 21. And she's, or maybe 23, either way. She, no, she's 21. And she's she's about to have a, a match against Chris Stylander at Wrestle Dream. But on top of this whole thing, like, people are saying, oh, what about in 10 years? How how good is she going to be when she's, like, three years younger than Britt Baker is now? And I'm like, no! Stop saying these things. <laughs> Stop saying these things. Like, please, please. I like. I already have to deal and reconcile with the little baby Dom who was blonde, almost got sacrificed or wrestled for on the pole, is now out here with a full mullet North American champion. Please, I stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, but don't stop sending in those super chats because the first one tonight for us comes from RH saying, Cresta is my spirit animal. Joel Pearl is part of my weekday morning routine on In the Weeds. Of course, check that out. Fightful Overbook, that's our sister channel, easy for me to say. Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, myself and Jeremy Lambert go In the Weeds. And that main event tonight on Impact, wowza, baby. It was a very, very good match. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Let's start it off, Cresta. We got to talk about BTR. We got to talk about our pal. We got to talk about George Iceman. And he's talking about someone trying to sneak attack Trinity. And I'm like, wow, you are just, you're trying to raise the alarm bells for Trinity. Says someone new or a former star returning tonight. But Trinity, watch out. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Over <laughs> he, the top. <laughs> yeah, over the top George Iceman. And of course, he's in the uh, he's in the coffee shop. So he can't be too loud. But for some reason, he's still loud enough. Anyway, Laredo Kid and Black Taurus take on the team of Sammy Callahan, Rich Swan. By the way, Sammy Callahan announcing this week that he's going to be a free agent as of the 30th. So that's in two days. Fightful Select broke the story that uh, Callahan is finishing up with Impact. There was a talk of doing some, uh, maybe having a, a new contract, but I guess not because it looks like Callahan's going to be testing free agency. Either way, what happens to Luchadors and Impact, Crest Star? <sighs> They get pinned, and I don't like that. Respect, respect for the luchadors. Impact got no respect, no respect. (laughs) None at all. Uh, Swan and Callahan win. Swan pins Laredo Kid with the D450 combo from Swan and Callahan. Listen, it it works in that we're building a win 
ahead of a uh, a big tag team match before sure. Sammy's impending impact departure. And that's fine. I like Sammy Callahan. I didn't I don't always love the character, but knowing what we know, it's like it's a bittersweet pill, but we'll, we'll all swallow it together, just like Yuya, and we'll talk about Yuya soon. That that was a segment that made me want to go directly into Impact Wrestling and put my lace up my boots and fight on his first honor. So that was frustrating, but it was it was good, but it was frustrating. You have anything else to add about uh, that BTI match? Except. The only thing I have to add is when Black Tarus got yeeted over the top rope, Gia Miller said, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, not literally. <laughs> Gia Miller is my favorite commentator. She's commentator of the year because, honestly, the oblivious straight man role she plays is perfection. She's such a good commentator. <laughs> she's going to be doing a uh, an appearance. She's going to be doing commentary for uh, the local Destiny promotion that runs here in mississauga and uh, just outside of toronto so looking forward to uh what she brings to the commentary table there because i'm sure it'll be just as good as what we see on impact her and veda scott would be chaos and i would live for that commentary booth i want to know who would call the moves and who would make both comments <laughs> you get excalibur <laughs> mile a minute we love, listen, somebody got to do it. Excalibur will give you Bow for Glory, Wrestle Dream, and WrestleMania nice card in 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Uh, anyway, Impact opens up with the Exhibition Championship match between Alan Angels and Chris Saban. It's good, you know what? Good showing by Alan Angels. He does mm-hmm. not win, but he does exactly what we said he would do, Cresta. He uh, kicked a guy right, right in the dick. I don't know why he just doesn't change his uh his finisher to yam bag shuffle or the ascended yam bag or something at this point. It doesn't matter. It didn't work. This was listen, it was good. Angels going after the arm on on Saban the whole time was fun stuff. Yes. Some good stuff. The, he tries for the dick punch, the halo strike. He ki- and Saban kicks out, and then Saban hits that top rope missile drop kick and gets the cradle shot, <clears throat> gets the win. But the big, big story, Cresta Star, is not Alan Angels losing or Chris Saban retaining. It's Kenta is coming back at Bound for Glory, and it's official. They've announced it. Impact X Division Championship match, Bound for Glory, Kenta versus Chris Saban for that X Division title. Looking forward to that. What do you think of the match, and what's your reaction to Saban and Kenta? I have to tell you, the match itself was good. Every time that Alan Angels would put Chris Saban in, um, it looked like the Venus de Milo. But that's just because, again, I'm a show for women's wrestling. So anytime I see something that looks kind of like a women's I'm calling it that. It was great. I kind of thought it was going to work. I kind of thought it was going to work. But it didn't. Kenta coming back, I have to say that I audibly was like, yes. But at the same time, I was kind of memeing in the beginning of the show when I said if Kenta versus Saban results in CM Punk showing up, I don't. Let me say that I don't believe that that's going to happen. And I high-key don't believe the words that are coming out of my mouth, okay? But if it does, well, I... Because I, I, <laughs> anytime I feel like Kenta, unfortunately, is synonymous with CM Punk because of his hate, his fake hate, work shoot hate, it's... I'm popped. Saban versus Kenta is going to be... A, Kenta is going to be amazing. But does that mean Kenta's going to get the X Division champion? Is Kenta staying around an impact? Either way, I'm winning. I'm winning. And I get to cover this show on Thursdays. I'm the winner here. I'm the winner. I'm so excited for Kenta. 
And Kenta lives stateside. He never left the U.S. So if anything, he could win. He could stick around. He could do it. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to the match. You've got Chris Saban, who's been around Impact forever and ever on men. And you've got Kenta, who's been around the business forever and ever on men. It might be time. It may, might be time to have Kenta come do uh, do a little X Division Championship reign. But we also just did that with with Leo Rush. So I don't know if they want to move the title over so quickly. I'd rather maybe they stick around with somebody for a little bit longer. I'm gonna keep putting this out into the universe. Y'all get sick of me. I know how people feel about CM Punk, but I also think about the longevity of Impact Wrestling. If it somehow happens. And everyone gets along. Everyone gets along. I'm going to, what's all the good luck charms? Can I cross it? <laughs> like everyone, if everyone gets along, that would be such a huge pop for impact because I, I can see the impact, no pun intended, Trinity's having that pop for her when she came out was crazy, crazy. And I want more eyes on everybody on impact. So listen, sometimes people aren't bigger than professional wrestling, but if you got a little buzz, come on, impact wrestling. But, you know, again, I don't believe the words are coming out of my mouth. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. I'm excited for Kenta. But anytime you mention Kenta, always in the back of your mind, you're like, who going to go to sleep, though? <laughs> hey, you know what? Nobody knows what CM Punk's situation is. He mentioned something on a on a uh, bare knuckle. No, not bare knuckle fight, but an MMA mm-hmm. show that he was doing. And yeah, he made a joke about two months. But, like, let's face it. You never really know until you know. It's nope, professional no. wrestling. Everything's a work until it's not. Exactly. Nobody knows what kind of non-compete, if any, he has. So th- let let the speculation run rampant, I say. Choo-choo, I'm on the train. I'm Prince Nana on the train. <laughs> you know what? Here, here's, something, here's something worth mentioning on the CM Punk train. And I, I don't like going on too much about CM Punk. But if he goes to Impact, there's like three things that immediately jump out to me. One his schedule works for the impact schedule because impact only needs you twice, three times a month. That's it's not much. That's an easy, easy in and out. And you only got to go for the big events. So you could bring them in once in a while, bring them in for the big, big pay-per-views, not for the impact plus shows, give them a payday. Number two, like I said, payday, it proves that impact really does have some cash behind them. We don't know who's, funding impact that's been a long time of conversation or not who's funding where the money continues to be made because we know who funds them we know who owns them but we don't know we don't know how this shit continues to run listen Uh, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to (laughs) that's that's what i'm afraid of and i've always wanted to ask Scott demore can you show me a uh, just a balance sheet something just kind how do y'all make money <laughs> he's make- gonna hit you with the stokely hathaway hand you a piece of paper that says mind your business <laughs> pretty much he's, he's gonna be like yeah here and it's just gonna be like S-T-F. come on man <laughs> the moment you finish reading that he gonna do this to you at stf <laughs> anyway uh and, and then number three you know punk showing up an impact would be would be a it would be a vote of confidence for impact wrestling it would be a vote of confidence that's uh, that people could, uh, you know, that people could go there. So who knows? I just want again. I like all the new attention that big names bring to Impact because I think Impact is a superb product. So you know, I'm with it. I I could see it. Kenta being here, like I said, sometimes some people are synonymous with us. Like I'm, when I hear Eddie Kingston, I'm always going to think of Claudio Castagnoli and vice versa. So. You know, I ain't mad at it. Saban versus Kenta is going to slap. So, again, I'm the winner. 
on me. Impact Wrestling booked that for me. <laughs> and, and I see in the chat there people like stop talking about Punk coming to Impact. Here's here's the reality: there were people who didn't want Trinity coming to Impact, but there That's were true. also a lot of people who saw the benefit in Trinity coming to Impact and the eyes that came with that. It's not about gatekeeping Impact because that doesn't. That's not whatever. <laughs> Don't need to do that. Instead, the focus would be a big star like Punk brings eyes to a product that a lot of people aren't watching as much anymore. True, and it, it'll it'll put a different a different set of eyes. And someone like me who didn't watch Impact before watching it now, I'm a fan. And I think if more people just watched it, you would be a fan too. Every everybody in here, we're all Impact loyal. I think I think that's pretty obvious. But some people still have that notion like. You still watch Impact? Oh my God, Impact! It whether you like him or you love him, he would bring eyes to the product. And God damn it, that's what I want. That's what we we're out here shilling Impact every Thursday. Okay, that's what we want. Someone in the chat saying, "I wouldn't be surprised if the show stays alive because someone keeps buying a lottery ticket and winning." <laughs> Honestly, we all know it's the Shadow Con. Uh, <laughs> fund the impact because uh, uh they love impact wrestling because people get to go to the shadow realm that's they get to meet their favorite wrestlers that's right well alex shelley's not going to the shadow realm he's standing by with gia miller and they've announced it's alex shelley versus josh alexander bound for glory for the world championship and shelley says i respect josh alexander but the championship is mine i am the face of the company until josh alexander steps up and takes this title from me i again I, I like this idea that Alex Shelley is the heel in this this match, but I'm now wondering Chris Saban and Kenta. Kenta's going to be the bad guy. So Motor City Machine Guns as like a team are good guys, but apart, one's a good guy, one's a bad guy. It's a very strange kind of situation that they found themselves in that they're going to maybe have to rectify after they lose their titles or they reconvene as a tag team. Uh, anything to add to the, the Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander announcement? Nothing really. I really feel like Shelly is putting a lot of pressure on himself, feeling like, well, y'all are just waiting for me to lose the title. I think it's unnecessary pressure, but I think that also comes with the winning the World Impact Champion. They put a lot of pressure on themselves, you know, so. It's true. I mean, Steve Macklin actually <laughs> did mention that in an interview recently, that he put a lot of uh, a lot of undue stress on himself being Impact World Champion. And, and that, uh -huh. you know, that, that hit him real hard when he was trying to be the guy and then he got injured. And there's a lot, a lot coming from that interview. Uh, I'll say the next. same about Alexander because Alexander put a lot of unnecessary stress on himself being champion. Actually, it's funny. You know where that interview's from? That's from Cody Diener's interview from his podcast. So go check that out. Diener interviewing Steve Macklin. Listen, I hate Steve Macklin, but I begrudgingly am interested in Steve Macklin's career. Okay. Hey, listen, we love Steve Macklin. We got heat now. I don't got heat. <laughs> Joe Pearl got heat. <laughs> Lady, you got me heat because you, you, you said once that you found him bland, and now he thought it was me, and I have to speak for both of us because I host this show. See, <sighs> you don't know the art of tapping because if he looked at me real stern, I'll be like this. <laughs> this is my finisher move called the bird wings. Flap away, flap away. <laughs> Well, Jack Price probably thought he could flap away because he got beat the shit out of by Rhino. His first match in four months gets the gore, gets the win. And but really, our this, Steve Macklin again, he shows up, he attacks Rhino. And before Rhino can gore Steve Macklin, Macklin escapes like a coward. Uh, I have nothing to add about Rhino and Jack Price. But Macklin and Rhino sounds like a fun time. 
Yes. I literally wrote Rhino versus Jack Price. Poor Jack Price. And then Gore Rhino wins. I mean, I low-key forgot he worked there. But good for you getting on TV. Good for you. I feel like the last time we saw you was BTI and you were winning and then you disappeared. You know, things happen. Uh, Rhino versus Steve Macklin. If it gets Steve Macklin back on the path to Josh Alexander and Macklin too, which I wouldn't hate, to be honest with you. And I wouldn't hate Speedball Macklin too either, just putting that out there. Um, I'm not against it. But <laughs> Rhino killed that man. <laughs> That's not funny, but that's my note. He, the Jack Price was ill prepared. He needed his buddy Shogun to come and help out. He needed Shogun something. He needed a taser. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Rhino got to get the Goldberg treatment. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> anyway, Tasha Steele's in the back. She's back. She's going to take over. And then it walks Deanna Perrazzo, welcomes her back to the fold. And she's like, you know what? We've done it all. So why don't we do it all again together? And I like this. This is a nice team that's starting to form between Tasha Steeles and Deanna Perrazzo. I really wish it was Deanna and Giselle because then I have a lot of victory laps to take. Really awkward ones, but really fun ones. Uh, what do you think? Tasha Steeles, Deanna Perrazzo potentially challenging even for the knockouts tag titles down the line. What do you think of that? Initially, I was like, okay, whatever. Don't hate it. But now that I think about it a little bit more, I'm not upset at this. It gives Deanna and Tasha Steeles something to do away from Trinity. And I think right now Trinity is so hot in it, especially here on this channel, even like, where's Tasha Steeles? Where's Tasha Steeles? So I can imagine if Tasha Steeles challenges for that title, it's going to be a credible, we might put it on Trinity. So that's probably maybe coming a little bit later. But Tasha Steeles and Deanna Perrazzo as a tag team, Let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. Sorry, Shantaraj. You know you're about to get beat up. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is, FightfulSelect.com, we had news on Deanna Perrazzo's contract situation months ago. So maybe that's all going to play into what's happening next, okay? You don't know until you know. FightfulSelect.com, we had the info. Let's talk about the Edwards. We're doing more of this. Eddie Edwards is like Tracy Brooks. You, you beat Lisha Edwards. Frankie Kazarian, you didn't beat me. <laughs> and then Frankie walks in. He's like, you know what? You're right. I didn't beat you. So let's have another match this time in the ring. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it now. Frankie's going to go to management and get this taken care of. I already know what the match is. I read the spoilers and everything. But what do you think? Are you excited for Frankie versus Eddie Edwards? Part 15. This is officially crossed over into honor no more territory for me. And I don't care. I, I literally. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that, but I wrote, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I like the delivery of this promo from both people. But I don't. I thought we did. I thought we ended this with the killer Kowalski. I thought. I thought we ended this before that. I thought, and that was my first mistake. I was out here thinking. I thought. I'm kind of. What are we fighting for again? Yes. I'd be okay if it was just a match for match sake, but you're really trying to force something with it. It feels to me like the winner of this feud is going to try and challenge for the X division or the world championship. Fine by me. As long as somebody wins 
and says, okay, I went through this person. I did it. Now I deserve a title shot because I beat someone who's had a long career in and out of impact. That's fine with me. I'm just ready for this to move. We Frankie hasn't done shit since it's been months, months. I can't even pinpoint anymore, but it's been months. The last time he did something to me that was of note is when he did that run talking about how he's never been the impact world champion and he's always been close to the big one, but never won the big one. And then I feel like it's been him and Eddie Edwards and Alicia Edwards and Tracy Brooks and, I, I liked the mixed tag match, but I think after that, it's you're literally trying to get blood from a stone. And I don't know if there's anything left here. I'm always trying to find, like, what's the end game? What can we do to improve this? But I think there was a natural, nice little bow end at the Killer Kowalski match. If that's what you were going to force it, I I don't know how, what what are we doing. Again, what are we fighting over? Here's here's the thing. So in in the Impact world, there's always something for somebody we've discussed this very yes. often, especially in wrestling just in general this is one of those things where if i'm impact management or if i'm writing the show this is my throwback content this is my you know okay. rewarding the long-term viewers having a you know a long-term story that's really evolved over time i will give impact that this story has evolved it does sometimes feel like they've spun their wheels and again a few missteps, but like there is a story in there and it's not a bad story. Just, I can tell you it's not for me, but I'm certain that there are people who are watching it who are like, this is really good stuff. The story exists. And for some people, that's all they need is a story. I'm one of those people, by the way, who, who really is, he wants a story to get involved in and invested in a match. It just doesn't do anything for me that there's no stake other than, Eddie and Frankie are of the same class of, of wrestler. I mean, I, don't, I honestly, honestly, I'd rather see Alicia Edwards and Tracy books wrestle. If, if it, again, I'm a women's wrestling show, but I think this is some of Alicia Edwards' best work. It gets, for me, this is Vicky Guerrero levels of annoying and that's superb. That's peak heel work. There's nothing wrong with that. Like Karen Jarrett levels that he annoyed. Great. I, again, I feel like there was a natural cap off for the men. And especially with Tracy Books about to get inducted. Let's not have beat up Alicia for a couple of the five, seven minutes, just throw that girl around for a couple. And then Alicia get her licks in with the kendo stick. The, the third Edwards is. is, is, is. <laughs> and I agree with you. That that's kind of like where you could go. You could do Tracy and 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 Lish again. Also, again, Lish is doing her best character oh, work. I love this. She's leaned into it, and I think that there are people who are like she is one of those people she deserves to have this standout character because oh. she's been around for a very long time and she's, she hasn't been seen as like super duper top star, but she's always been consistent. She's well liked. She's, I, I can't say a bad thing about her personally. Her, it's just the, the character she's playing right now is probably the most invested I've ever been in her character. And that's a good yeah. thing. I don't know these people personally. I'm talking about the people I see on screen. Of course. And this version of Alicia Edwards, I listen, I know it's, it's annoying, but I love it. This is this is such good shit, pal. This is Don Callis. <laughs> this is Dominic Mysterio. This is like, yo, this person's the worst ever. And I'm sat. I'm here for it. <laughs> I was here for you. Yes, goodbye. Boo. <laughs> Joya comes out in their, they do their full entrance in their gear. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Henry puts over Yuya. 
mentions that you know five weeks we were together and that stars shine brightest in a short amount of time and then he hands it over to yuya and yuya says thank you fans and he gets cut off by the rascals they basically run down joya say henry you're going to be alone next week and then henry calls wentz and trey the second and third best rascal <laughs> that <laughs> got me. john henry's rude <laughs> yes it was very very good and i'm thinking to myself is it wesley or is it is it the other guy <laughs> there it, was another guy besides wesley My, myron reed yeah myron reed yes too. yes yes that's the lost rascal all i know was the three like destiny's child and it was three of them but people yeah. real ones know there was four yeah so <laughs> yeah wesley in nxt who was uh desmond xavier and then uh you have you've got myron reed he was the fourth he still he still performs as a rascal but on the indies with them so there you go he's just not a part of of impact what's happening impact Eh, it is what it is henry's like i will not be alone this week i will be next week and then joya attacks the rascals Santino comes out and of course he makes tag match it's non-title and he says if la joya wins i don't know why he thinks that's funny uh yuya gets to keep his job so joya and the rascals show up and you know what good match solid yes. match rascals are so good at doing this heel tag team double team work in the end they win Trey Miguel low blows Yuya while the referee is dealing with Wentz and Joe Hendry. He grabs the spray paint, gets it in the eyes of uh, Yuya Yamura, and then gets the cradle for the win and the pin. I'm going to say this right off the bat. My favorite part about this whole match is that Trey Miguel used a cradle pin to win because he spray painted the man's eyes and the referee couldn't see that because he had him all balled up that is psychology 101 that's a great extra piece to add to your to your wrestling knowledge base i loved it what'd you think of this match using his noodle now before i say anything nice about this match i'm going to tell you that i did not like this match because my feelings were hurt how dare you dangle a carrot in front of me that you yeah you and more could get his job back and just for y'all boo boo hiss the audacity okay the audacity the audacity okay all right that being said, the match was great. <laughs> the match was fine. The crowd chant to whoop that trick became a theme from this chant, from this crowd on throughout the night. Um, very, 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 very sad to see Yuya Yomura go. If this is the end for him and he's done with his excursion, which I imagine this is, it kind of sucks that we finally got something going for him. And just for it to be like, get out of here. Your mom said you got to go home. Sleepover's over. Get out. Your mom's here to pick you up. I hope he comes back which I don't see why he wouldn't. This is Impact Wrestling, and Impact is everybody's friend. <laughs> like, everybody love Impact. So I thought this match was great. Um, hold on, I just have to double-check what my notes are. Um, the spinning one, two one-hit wonders was ridiculous. The spinning one-hit wonder at the end, I really thought for that moment, like, yes, Joya keeps his job. They said, oh, you're doing so good. You're going to uh, you're gonna at least win it one time and then go home. Mm. But time to cheat. <laughs> so you're right. It was smart for him to cradle him up with that spray paint. I, if I was Yuya, before I get out of here, even though I'm fired, I just want to let him cheat. <laughs> I, I would bring it up. I would complain. Either the shark boy 
or I'm playing the Santino. And if that doesn't work, Scott Demore, when you coming back to work, you still playing wrestler? I'm complaining. I'm complaining. Don't make me get HR. And I, I don't know who HR is because last time I checked, Bully Ray was about this is an unsafe work environment. And if I got to get Bully Ray, this place is gone all off the rails. So I'm complaining. Bully just wants to talk to his pals. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But I, I guess now the question becomes, you know, what happens to Joe Hendry? Does he look for a new tag partner? Does he try to have lightning strike twice? Or does he go on a singles run? Or do we finally get the heel run? I think it's time for another Joe Hendry singles run. Maybe if not the digital media. I don't know. The exhibition is very crowded right now. And I... I personally am a fan of Joe Hendry. So if he's going for the main title, the world heavyweight, I would want him to win. Right now at the very top of the mountain is Josh Alexander. <laughs> Shit. So is Speedball. Nothing against Joe Hendry. But oof. Oof. I, pff, pff, pff. Uh, Josh Alexander is a superb wrestler. And so is Mike Speedball. That being said, you got to give him the Goldberg treatment too. You got a cattle prod though. They're, they're invincible. <laughs> Mike Speedball Bailey has been wrestling like a maniac for the, he's, he's crazy dog. And Josh Alexander, <laughs> walking weapon. I can't believe the, the, the Alex Shelley erasure. He's, he hasn't dropped that title yet, lady. What's going on with you? I'm not, let me not say that Alex Shelley is not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying nice try. Nice try, Joel. Nice try. <laughs> Same. I'm saying that at least Alex Shelley, I think you can get a competitive match out of. You get your one-two blues could do. It's like, okay, well, you lost Alex Shelley. No shame in that. Alex Shelley's been here for a million years. Josh Alexander going to beat you up. <laughs> Speedball Bailey's going to put his feet in your face and your back. <laughs> this loser that it is getting beat up. And when I think of people who will beat you up in Impact Wrestling, Mike Spaley's going to beat you up with a smile. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. <laughs> He wasn't smiling at the end of his match. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Diener, this was this was a promo. I this was trying. a good promo. It was a good promo. They're trying to rebuild Diener as he is trying to rebuild his tower of truth, the bricks of violence, and the foundation of trust. But there are cracks in the foundation. Mentions that it's the fault of the liars, angels, and Callahan, Eric Young. And then he says he's going to return to his throne and his tower with Khan by his side. And then he says that Khan's going to face Josh Alexander next week. Who was uh, the, the first person that Khan went after when Khan returned to Impact? I think it was 2020, the 20th anniversary tapings for Impact. So there you go. Uh, looking forward to Khan versus Josh Alexander again. But uh, anything to add about Diener? Diener is so delusional. It's giving Tower of Babel. It's it was good. It was good. But again, Dina with this revisionist history. <laughs> Poor Dina, you've been so brainwashed. Now it's clearly everyone else's fault. Leave Eric Young alone. He, he ain't got nothing for you, girl. And I don't know. I I like these two men. I don't know what we're doing with the design, kind of. I see you're trying to do something. I really do see your blame, but you're blaming everyone else. And at some point, you gotta you gotta look here, you know what I mean? It was, the promo itself was good from both of them. And Khan has really nice teeth. Side note. Like, but I don't know what we're doing with the design. I'll give them one last chance because I like them. I like the people involved. I'll give them one last chance. But after this, I don't know. Hear me out. Joe Hendry joins the design. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been my time. Thank you so much. Joel is on his BS. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No, the BS. It's too positive for that. It doesn't have to be. The BS was the Memphis Street fight. Kenny King and Sheldon Jean versus Tommy Dreamer and Heath. 
uh, this was not for me, Cresta. <laughs> this was just, it wasn't for me. The ending was for me. So Dreamer hits a Dreamer driver through a table that uh, Heath had set up early in the match. He gets the win. He pins Sheldon Gene after Gene and Heath kind of fought their way outside of the building. And uh, yeah, the match was, the match was something. But really the post-match was what I care about, Cresta. Crazy Steve appears, takes down Tommy Dreamer with his briefcase, and he's not wearing the face paint. And that was jarring. I can't think of the last time I saw Crazy Steve without his face paint. What do you think of the match? What do you think of uh, Crazy Steve knocking out Tommy Dreamer? I'm only going to say nice things about this match because I agree with Joe Pearl. This match was not for Cresta Star. What I did like was that sequence from Heath that I think was a leg lariat into a power slam into a face into a famouser on Sheldon Jean. That was picture perfect, smooth, paint a pretty picture. I did not know what man that was attacking Tommy Dreamer after the match. I was like, who what wrestler is we got a new guy? And it was crazy. Steve I was like, ain't no way. That's that's crazy. <laughs> now that's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. That was handsome Steve. <laughs> Dashing handsome. You're on to something there, Joel. Handsome Steve. I just do wasn't expecting it. Like, oh no, another Steve, Steve Macklin, Steve, handsome Steve. <laughs> oh no, Jesus, too many Steves. Um, Tommy Dream is gonna die, and I hate this. I'm about to witness another murder on Impact Television, and I'm not ready for this. Because Crazy Steve is really crazy. Like, I always make this analogy before Crazy Steve's like, we're gonna go burn down the house. Yeah, now he's like, let's go burn down the house. Nah, nah, dog. I don't want to wrestle him. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't you want this digital media championship? I don't I don't need this. Take it. Here you go. Merry Christmas. Someone in the chat's mentioning the uh the idea that uh Tommy Dreamer looked legit hurt, and he he did look legitimately hurt. After the match, he's like kind of grabbing at his at his side. And it was very strange. Listen, I hope Dreamer's okay. I don't like I don't want anyone to get injured. It was just not not a great match, unfortunately. It was uh it was just yeah, felt like they were kind of wrestling underwater for for parts of it. To me, this was a Tommy Dreamer match. Just like some matches are a bully ray matches. This is a Tommy Dreamer match. I Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. 
break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Gail Kim's going to induct Tracy Brooks and Scott Demore is going to induct Don West and Mike Tanay into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Looking forward to that at Bound for Glory. And then Ace of Base cut a promo. They are coming for the Rascals. They have the briefcase. They are going to be number one contenders. But first, they got to take out the good hands. They want a fan's revenge match, which is essentially a lumberjack match. But the fans are surrounding the ring. Unfortunately, they don't bring the weapons. That, that's that's too much. That like should have been me. It should have been me. I need Impact to announce where, uh, sorry, when uh, the next pay-per-view is. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I need Impact Wrestling to announce when Hard to Kill 2024 will be. I know it's in Vegas. I need the date so I can book a $200 flight to Vegas. That's what I'm trying to say. Me and Joel should hang out. I've never been to Vegas, so. Mm. Oh, that's a problem waiting to happen if we did that. I'm too old. I'm too old. I, this is no, you're never too old to lose all your money. No, <laughs> No Jason Hotch at these tapings. He uh, actually, in real life, uh, he and his partner just welcomed a newborn baby girl. So congratulations. Hey, congrats. Really good news out of that. So Ace says, Skylar, you can go pick a friend. You ain't got no friends, but you pick one and you can face Ace of Bays next week in that fans revenge match. Sure, why not? It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Anything to add on Ace of Bays? Who will be? won't be Skyler's friend because Skyler don't got no friends. <laughs> and Chris Bay would say this well, you ain't got no friends. <laughs> Certainly I'm, not one of the rascals. All I'm saying is you've got both you've, you've got both members of uh good hands tweeting out, will you be my tag team partner? So who knows? Shark boy 24 <laughs> Shark Boy would be great. Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Speedball, part five. Uh, the the main takeaway from this match, Cresta, is that Parking Lot Payday is a show that was made specifically for me. What? Did you not? Did you not see them shilling this show on Access? I heard it, but like sometimes when there are some things my brain just passively tunes out. So now I can't, re in this moment, it's like I remember hearing that, but I couldn't tell you what it was about in this very moment. My brain is like. They literally go to like tailgating parties and parking lots before concerts. And they do a quiz show about whatever concert you're going to see that night. <laughs> oh, that's so free. That is so free. I can do that. Yeah. Now, see, I've told you the cash cab story. <laughs> this Please. one doesn't involve anyone hitting anyone with a car. Please don't hit me with a car. I, I have a zest for living. <laughs> anyway, we know that the chemistry is there between Speedball and uh, and Gresham. And you and I talked about this when they announced the match. We said this is probably going to be when Gresham finally tips his, his hand and he cheats and he does. He, uh, he Listen, it's a good match. I like that they're doing a little bit more than they normally did in the last four parts. They got a little bit cute. Like, not, not bad cute. They, they, they used... A little bit more in the early parts of their match so it made sense it was a different match the sit down boston crab that gresham that did, was nasty real good stuff love that and eventually gresham goes for three pins he grabs one leg gets two he grabs both legs he gets two and then he 
rolls him right back up, grabs the tights, and he cheats to win. And Speedball is beside himself. He is not happy. And Gresham's like, sorry, bro. What'd you think? Jonathan Gresham being a cheater. Fantastic. I'm also a fan of Jonathan Gresham. I can't. Oh, somebody explained it in a word that I couldn't. He belongs in the meat division, and I couldn't put it into words. Someone says, because much like the X division, it's not about height. It's about width. (laughs) There's no limits. (laughs) So him cheating makes perfect sense. Like you said, in the character progression, you want a fair match. You want a fair match. This is one of the, out of all the baby faces in Impact, you don't get no more baby face than Speedball. Always, he'll beat you up with a smile. And then afterwards, have the audacity to go up like, good match, young man. (laughs) No, screw you, <laughs> screw you, buddy, screw you, pal. Um, Jonathan Gretchen cheating. I can't wait for him to go full heel because Jonathan Gretchen has that natural swag about him that's just like, but you're not gonna beat me up because you can't. And when you think you can, I'm going to literally fold you like an Auntie Anne's pretzel and put you in display in the front. Stop it, knock it off. I love this. I don't know what we do with speedball in this sense. Because Kenny King said, I see that you got that dog in you. And even when he had that dog in him in the legally distinct pit for fighting, it wasn't even that much of a dog. So I know how Jonathan Gresham Hill gives it up. You're going to have to. He's Christian Cage, but with holds, bro. Like, he's mean. He's mean. <laughs> I don't know what Speedball going to do here. And I think this is a great test for Speedball's character. Like I said, it's very much happy to be here against someone who's just as good, just as talented, but will do what you absolutely won't. Speedball has a match, by the way, tomorrow night. Uh, our pals at Love Pro Wrestling over in Edmonton, Alberta, Pregnant Pause, Canada, they're going to have a match. It's going to be MRB, uh, Michael Richard Blay versus Speedball. And I'm putting this over because MRB was actually on In the Weeds this past Wednesday to talk about the match and a whole lot more. And because it's Impact and Speedball is part of Impact. But uh, I'm letting you all know, go Love Pro Wrestling on Twitch. They're going to have the show live. So uh, go check that out because that's going to be a fun show. Show's actually called Speedball Strikes First. So if speedball, if speedball doesn't strike first and MRB strikes first, then they got to change all the branding mid show. And that's just awkward. I mean, how do we know if speedball actually shot first? Do we even know Han shot for who shot first? How do you know that this sounds like propaganda? Well, it's just striking. It's not shooting. We're okay. Propaganda. (laughs) Someone in the chat's pointing out something that you and I talked about going into the Gresham and speedball match. And that's the Mm -hmm. idea that if speedball loses, how's that going to affect his momentum versus Will Ospreay? And I just kind of counter back with, you got two weeks to build up speedball. You can have him have other matches and do well. And that's good enough. Or just cut a passionate promo, which I, you know, it's not always strongest suit but if he can if he has one in him now's the time to bust it out what do you think because speedball did drop the fall albeit in a cheating manner i'm not gonna hold you i said this last week i think speedball's wrestler of the year for me so him taking a loss is to jonathan gresham hey, i can understand if he took a loss to joe schmo 24 7 down the street you know what i mean jack price. uh what jack price uh, i <laughs> No comment, Your Honor. But <laughs> losing aggression is not anything bad. But also, like with the with the years Speedball's had in general, he's up there with me, like with Motor City Machine Guns. If he loses, eh, so what? The match was great. The match was great, and I don't think either men look awful in defeat here. And it's Will Ospreay. Nothing against Will Ospreay, but I know you're not staying the Impact, bro. So whether he, I know, I know speedball about to lose to you, bro, because we want you to, we want the fans to look up, but if speedball wins, I'm, 
ah, you're going to hear me from New York to Kennedy, you're going to hear me screaming. But, like, I don't think it affects him. Speedball is just really – so he's having an amazing year. This year has been crack for him. And don't if you – do you, 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 yeah, you want to add something? Nah, nah, nah. Anything I was going to say is just going to be me, you know. If you want your crack of wrestling news fix, head over to FightfulSelect.com. We got Adam Cole updates, baby. We have an impact – update on sammy callahan's contract we talked about that in diana Prazo, of course even moose a little while back we had an update on moose's impact wrestling contract we have reactions from higher ups in wwe to the nxt releases especially mustafa ali and dana brooke and of course on top of all of that we're bringing you the scoops wrestle dream is this weekend nxt no uh, no mercy is also happening this weekend we will have the scoops we will have the info we'll be there on the ground definitely a wrestle dream uh no mercy i think we'll actually have maybe someone there who knows either way all the scoops are over fifleselect.com the best five bucks in the business are the best 51 dollars for a year up until monday and then afterwards the promotion goes bye-bye but you can do an annual you can do an annual uh, subscription anytime you want but right now you can take advantage 15 percent off Get you two months free, basically. So go check that out. FightfulSelect.com. Get the Weekender podcast with Stephen Jensen, who will be with us for our Bound for Glory post show on October the 20th. And, of course, Sour Grabs with Alex Palowski and Kate. And the list goes on with Jimmy and Sean and the SRS Q&A and the Backstage Report and the Coexisting After Dark with Robin Maggie, all the other stuff. FightfulSelect.com. Just go do it, okay? Why aren't you doing it? Have you done it yet? You got to go do it. Get in there. Go. What now? Get to the get to the keyboard. Do it now. Get your credit card. Do it now. Get to the Patreon. <laughs> get, get that now. I'll call the house and break your legs. <laughs> Moose and Myers are backstage. And Moose is like, hey, it's been a long time since I've been world champion. But I also haven't been in singles action in a while. So I'm going to get my feet wet next <laughs> week. Moose is going to return to singles action. Good. Why not? Moose needs his, uh, he needs to get his, his singles beak wet before he challenges for the world title. There are a lot of people contending for these championships, Cresta. I don't know who to pick first. I wrote that Moose is looking... Next week, Moose wants to see who wants to get Moosed. <laughs> you want to get Moosed? Come to the ring, no matter who it is. Come get this Moose. I don't know. Moose versus... No, we already did Moose versus Joe Hendry. That's how we got Dancing Moose, and he wasn't happy about that. Good time, though. That was good. I don't know. I want Joe Hendry against someone fresh, just so I get more peak Joe Hendry album, so I can be like, hey, really? When you release your album? Elias released an album. <laughs> he released two albums, unfortunately. I reviewed both of them on the Distraction Podcast, Once Upon a Time, on Fightful. Joe Hendry or Elias? Elias. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Second one was not great, guys. Not great. All I know was the one that they were talking about that was number one on like Chinese. That was the, Spotify. the truth. That was the second one. Not great, guys. Said somebody want to kill me. <laughs> Try to put Awful. me in the grave. Stop it. Please <laughs> stop for the love of Christ. Macklin's backstage. He has Bully where he was to protect him from Rhino since he was helping out when Bully needed him to help with PCO. And Macklin's like, dude, I need your help. What are you doing? And Bully's like, all right, I've known Rhino for 20 plus years. I'll go talk to him. And Macklin just stares at Bully in disbelief. Like, you'll talk to him? What is this shit? And then Macklin's like, you're soft, Bully. <laughs> he walks away. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if this is a Bully face turn, this is probably the best time to do it because you've got Bully who just did the Team 3D reunion. They aired the post-match promo 
it was fine. So what do you think? Macklin calling bully soft. I thought that was funny. I thought that it was funny. I don't know if it's a face turn, but I thought it was funny just to see bully. Like you want me to go deal with Macklin. I mean, Rhino, so you can run through me too. Now we're both gored. I don't think so. Macklin brought up a good point, but also Steve Macklin. Why, why, why do you think Bully would help anyone besides himself? Bully barely would. Didn't Bully turn on Devon at one point? Bully is nobody's friend. You know who's Bully's friend? Bully Ray. Bully Ray married Hulk Hogan's daughter <laughs> to be a piece of crap. He is nobody's friend. <laughs> the, uh, the point of <laughs> he really did that marry Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Not Brooke Hogan. <laughs> no, it was Brooke Hogan. Kiara Hogan's the other person I'm thinking of. <laughs> The point I'm trying to make is Bully Ray is self-serving. Why would he help you with Rhino? When he needs your help for PCO, you better get on it or else he's going to harass you for months. If you try to make uh, Bully Ray do what you you want him to do, he's going to be like, I'm not doing that. Who's going to make him? You going to force Bully Ray to do something? That's funny. Someone in the chat saying uh, that they should send me, I should confront Steve Macklin at Bound for Glory next month. Uh, and I, and you know what? Send in your super chats, send in your humper chats. If we get high enough, then uh, they'll send me, maybe they'll send me to Chicago, which by the way, I, I said it was the 20th. I meant October 21st. It's a Saturday. My bad. Honestly, I would, I would laugh. I would pop right before I cry when Steve Macklin hits you with the KIA. <laughs> He ain't gonna he ain't gonna hit me with nothing. You know what he'll hit me with? He'll hit me with the crybaby face. That's what he'll hit me with. I'm rooting for you, Joel. I believe, okay? I believe in Joel Pearl. <laughs> Once again, let's not forget who got us into this mess. Crest the star. I'm not the one who's continuing this beef. So I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I have no idea what you're speaking on. <laughs> you called him bland, okay? You called him bland. You keep bringing it up. I don't know why you would say that, Joe Pearl. Wow, why would you say that? That's so crazy. That's crazy. I thought we were supposed to be unbiased journalists over here. That's crazy. That's I am, crazy. <laughs> I not, never once called myself a journalist. That is not what I do. I'm sorry. Wrong J word, jabroni. <laughs> oh, you suck so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I get carried away. <laughs> and you're a heel. It's okay to it's okay to run you down. You're the biggest heel of the business. I have feelings too, just like Steve Macklin. I'm sorry. That's how I get carried away. I'm sorry. You want a bunt cake? Next time I see you, I'm gonna bring you a cookie. Oh, that'd be okay. nice. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Next week on the show, Tasha Steeles versus Killer Kelly. It's the fans' revenge match. It's Ace of Base versus Skylar, and who knows? Then they have a, oh, Josh Alexander and Khan, and they have a 10-person tag. So Jake something, Dirty Dango, Champagne Singh, Eric Young, and Jordan Grace take on the team of Brian Myers, Shira, Kylan King, Jody Threaten, Bully Ray. Now, is that random? Yes, it's absolutely random. But the winners of the 10-person tag get to compete in a five-way match the following week to determine the number one and number 20 spot in the Call Your Shot gauntlet at Bound for Glory, which is returning. For those who don't know what the Call Your Shot Bound... So many words. Call Your Shot gauntlet, if you don't know what it is, it is the gauntlet wherein the winner gets a world title shot anytime, any place. You just show up and you do it. Moose... Once did it to Josh Alexander after Alexander won the world championship and the heat was through the roof. Who knows? I remember that. 
But I can tell you this. So number, so they're going to determine number one because I think it's the person in the five-way match. The person who gets the pin gets number one. The person who is pinned is going to be number 20 in Call Your Shots. So have fun with that. I'm not even... Wait, is it... Don't you mean it the other way around? Because wouldn't you want to be the 20th person out and not the first person? Yeah, sure. Whatever. That's, that is what I meant. Yeah. The, the, the winner is the last person out. The loser is the first person out. I mean... Sometimes it'd be like, if that's the case, honestly, I'm sorry, y'all. I have something in my eye and it is not going away. If that's the case, rather than get pinned, I'm rolling out the ring. I'd rather go in mixed fruit basket than me getting pinned. I got to go in first. Well, the last two people in the ring have a regular match and it's a pinfall submission in the call your shot column match. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. I, in the last time I saw that for real, Bully Ray came back. And told Josh Alexander to face to face as a man. I'm not going to terrorize you. I'm just oh, here to do it right. I forgot Bully won last year. Whoo, that was fun. That's what started. That's what started this whole mess. This whole fiasco. It was a good year. It's been a good year <laughs> in fact so far. Main event time. Giselle Shaw takes on Trinity. Uh, I love this match. This was this was a case of. Winning while losing for Giselle Shaw. And I don't know how much longer we can say this because Giselle Shaw has to get back in some winning ways. But this match was so good for her despite the fact that she lost. Bonking Trinity's head off the stairs early in the match, doing yes. the count was good stuff. It was just a, a solid, solid match. It's all Giselle Shaw to start. They do a lot of good back and forth. Jay Vidal trips up Giselle Shaw well. Uh, and this is by accident. The referee is dealing with Savannah Evans, uh, to, you know, looking the other way. So Jay Vidal goes to trip up Trinity, instead trips up Giselle, and then Trinity submits Shaw with the starstruck. Um, the post-match is really all that matters here. We'll talk about the match in a second. You know what? No, let's talk about the match right now, and then we'll talk post-match. So, Cresta, talk to me. Giselle Shaw versus Trinity. I agree with you that at this point we need to do something with Giselle Shaw because she's been putting up numbers and proving to everyone when she first came in yeah she was a little green but everyone's new you know we're all we all green at one point but she now is a contender she's a heavy hitter and she's been through some shit she remember her for early her career she wrestled masha slavovich not even caring she's so good also got to give it to trinity when trinity chest slapped her it made me go <clears throat> i got something in my throat i just you sit up straight and the crowd this crowd tonight wasn't shit because, again, whoop that trick again. And poor Giselle, you can see it in her face like like getting slapped by Keithley. Come on, just do it. Just do it. Come on, let's get it over with. Damn, I don't care. Um, Trinity hitting a Samoan drop. I see you, sis. Do your big one. The flying crossbody from Giselle Shaw. Only a two count. Um, the shock and awe on Trinity for, again, only a two count. I could see Giselle Shaw cheating her way into a digital media championship. And I would not hate that. I would not hate okay. that. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing you. I, I wouldn't hate her even cheating her way into an X division, but I feel like the X division is chaos incarnate. But DMC, there's no harm, no foul. You can really cheat Kenny King out. No, he doesn't have it. Who has it? Tommy Dreamer. Oh, he's about to die to crazy Steve. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Don't go close that man. He's crazy. That man is crazy. Don't do it. But like in, in another in another cycle, maybe. A couple months from now, maybe after Steve gets in and loses or whatever it is, I can see Giselle Shaw scheming her way into digital media championship, being the quintessential diva, the quintessential digital diva. I could see it. 
that is something that will put major heat on her. Now everyone's mad. Why the hell does she have it? And if some guy wants to be weird, she's like, oh, but Jay Vidal. And you're not going to challenge a woman, are you? I could see that. I could see that. And it would go great with her heel center of attention. I love it. I think that's great. That's just me. But I agree with you. In defeat, Giselle Shaw looked amazing. And she looked so strong. And taking nothing away from Trinity, because Trinity was selling like Giselle Shaw was beating her ass. So even if she wasn't, I believed it. <laughs> yeah. And that was the best part is that you had Trinity <sighs> really selling for Giselle. And that that makes the match, right? It takes two to tango. And in this case, it worked. I'm looking at the, uh, the, the call your shot gauntlet. We have 10 people announced because those 10 people in the 10-person tag presumably are going to be part of yeah. the Call Your Shot Gauntlet. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe you can add, because Jody Threat, Kylan King, uh, Jordan Grace, they're in it. You can add someone like Giselle Shaw and Call Your Shot is for any title, anytime you get it. I wouldn't, I don't know. She could be a piece of, like, Giselle Shaw is one of those characters. She's weaseling. She's a piece of crap. The Shaw Taraj around her is really good because you've got Savannah Evans as her heavy. And Jay Vidal can wrestle. He is not bad at all. He just, sometimes he gets it wrong. Like, 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 like he gets it wrong. He's a little goofy guy. He's a goofy goober, you know? So, like, I don't hate something like that where you cheat to win. Again, I would say the X Division champion. But that's a that's a who you oh you gonna fight Kenta? <laughs> you you gonna fight Kenta? <laughs> I got I got two two people right off the top of my head for that bound for glory. Call your shot, call it. I got two cool. people. I'm not gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you maybe next week we'll talk about it. I'll tell you off the air and then we'll talk about it. Okay, I'll do the off the air. Thank you, Dad. Okay. David Brain Heenan sends us a super chat. By the way, get your super chats in because we are heading down the home stretch. Giselle Shaw stepped up once again in the main event spot. Trinity continuing to show she's a star for Impact Wrestling. Bound for Glory card looks super stacked so far. So I'm going to even step this comment up even further. Remember how we sat here for months saying, oh, Trinity's just going to stick around till Bound for Glory and then she'll be gone? Well, Impact announced this week that Trinity's going to be a part of the UK tour that happens. Period. The week after so she'll be at turning point she'll be on the next set of tapings and that's a big get for impact and here's what happens in the post-match chantrage goes to beat down trinity mickey james shows up she makes the save she grabs the microphone she puts the, she puts over trinity and says she was so proud to sit at home and see trinity win the knockouts world championship to earn the title and that she's always had her back and knew that she would shine an impact and that she stepped up which called it her glow up which was a cute little uh, you know addition and then mickey says we've never stood across the ring from each other so mickey james challenges trinity at bound for glory and now i'm thinking to myself is this going to be the first loss for trinity or is Mickey James going to lose? Is this a heel turn for Trinity or for, for Mickey James? Like what, where does this go? Crest the star. Cause there are a lot of options, especially knowing now that Trinity's sticking around at least for an, another loop as it were. You know what? I never considered Trinity going heel. Now I'm like, why to me, it, it to me, it makes more sense. For Mickey to come in with all this gusto, because I said I never lost, so let's put that on Front Street. But I could see Mickey losing here, and Mickey getting pissed. Not only Mickey getting pissed, this will be like the first time for real, for real. You'll have to deal with someone who's going to beat you down after the match, a veteran who knows her stuff. I could see Mickey James getting pissed, or you know, we could just have a good old fashioned. Let me shake your hand. Thanks for the run. I'm upset. Take your stupid belt. I'm out of here. 
You know what I mean? So I could see that too. I It's kind of blowing my mind because I'm like, why would Trinity go heel? Trinity could get cucked. But no, Mickey wouldn't do that. Mickey's not that kind of wrestler. Mickey couldn't. She has been. She will. She could be. She's that girl when she has to be. I will say that Bound for Glory's card, this included, is really stacked. It's giving me WrestleMania all in one night just because how stacked it is. And I'm kind of overwhelmed thinking about it. But this is one of those matches I'm looking really forward to. And that's an extra wrinkle. I never thought about Trinity going heel. To me, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why you would go heel, but it'd be cute. I would like to see a heel Trinity, but also I'm loving this baby face love she's getting. So, And I agree with you. I'm not necessarily all about getting Trinity to turn, but you know, I'm interested in, in where the story goes. Someone's, you could just do a dream match and that's fine. And I think there's a lot of yeah. storytelling going on about the glory as it were that this match can get by on just being two women who have a lot of respect for each other, want to beat the yeah. each other for over, yeah. over the championship. It also makes me think who's next in line after the winner of this match, because Jordan Grace is part of the call your shot gauntlet. And I think we're one step closer to maybe Jordan Grace not going after a knockouts title. Kylan King. I was going to say that as a joke at first, but then I'm like, uh, I don't hate it. It was the first person Trinity wrestled. Yeah, Trinity just beat her recently, but then that leaves Jody Threat. And nothing against Jody Threat. I was raised in hell, even though I heard someone stole your song, girl. Gimmick infringement. Thea Hale got to talk about this. How are you going to be a little gremlin? And and I, and I heard you didn't even come down the, to the ramp like a gremlin. For shame. But that's for a different just for sour graphs. <laughs> they don't even know. But I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Like, have jokingly Kylan King. Have not jokingly Kylan King. Because if it, it's Jody Threat, Kylan King, who's the other woman in there? Jordan Grace. I can see Jordan Grace saying, I don't want that knockout championship. And again, what you doing, Shelly? What you doing, Shelly? What you, Alexander? What are you doing, Alexander? <laughs> any title, any time. The, the challengers promos, line up. The promos between Jordan Grace and Josh Alexander would be so good. Again, not saying it'll happen. This is just me running wild, but those would be so good. I, I could see Josh. I was like, listen, I respect you, but what's happening? And she's like, yeah, what's happening? I'm about to pick you up and put you down. So I'm talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm booking myself into a shoot, brother. Sorry. Either way, there's a lot going on there. And I like this. I like that there are so many, yes. so many moving parts going on right now in Impact. I think that's something that is really exciting going into Bound for Glory season. We got three weeks until the show. We are going to be here every week covering the show on Thursdays. We'll be here after Bound for Glory on the 21st of October, that's a Saturday night. It'll be myself, it'll be Krista the Star, and of course, Steven Jensen from the Weekender Podcast and the Spotlight here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. He'll be joining us too, because he does for all of the Impact pay-per-view events. Until then, Krista Star, what you got going on? Ladies and gentlemen, there will be no Baldur's Gate tonight. Again, I am at the Krista Star family compound and there's a, there's a lot going on, and I don't have enough of my stuff to make it go on. So you can find me here on Fightful Thursdays with Joe Pearl, covering everything on Impact. Saturdays is going to be myself, Iridian, and Rick Chino. This month is just going to be mainly me and Iridian. Rick is cooking something in the kitchen, cooking like it's stir fry. So it's two-woman power trip all month, except for the 21st. Sorry, Iridian, you're going to be with Sean. I'm going to be here for Bound for Glory. 
Sorry, 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 sorry. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. Um, and besides that, you can find me over on X, Cresta the Star. There's a link tree in my bio. Every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can catch me over on Twitch.tv or TikTok.com at Cresta Star, where we watch the watch along with professional wrestling. Can't show the video, DMCA, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know the vibes. Come hang out, talk crap. Joel Pearl, where can they find you? Easy to find. I am at Joel Pearl on all forms of social media, including the one that's supposedly going to shut down again tomorrow. Who knows? It's a weird world. Uh, and if not there, then you can catch me in the weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern until noon over on YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Myself and Jeremy Lambert talk about wrestling, have a lot of guests. Cam Hawkins joins us in tomorrow morning, so that'll be fun. So if you're listening Friday... Go check out In the Weeds. We're going to preview No Mercy and a whole bunch of other stuff with Cam Hawkins. So go check that out. Till then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.